Welcome to the Joy Quota Podcast. I'm Dylan Fole. And I'm Gavin Malcolm. Our guests tonight are Brandon, Kara, and Sydney Kelly. Literally the triple threat. These are the funnest people. Um, our first baby on the podcast, and he did amazing. Some excellent points. Um, Brandon <laughs> yep. is an unstoppable force of love and energy and literally so much fun to chat with. And Kara, as always, is so delightful and on point and really eloquent. So I think you guys are going to love this. Can you say that, Sydney? Mm. Hmm. Sydney, start us off. <laughs> say something. Story. <laughs> Don't ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> what is your first memory? <laughs> well, I'm just thinking he might start ch- chatting when we don't need him to. So. Oh. Hey, man, it's an inclusive podcast. Anyway, if he's got something to say, oh my God. I'll I, let him. I wish we could audibly record his eyebrows. Because <laughs> 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 they tell such a story in themselves. He's like, hmm. hmm. What is that thing? Yeah. Okay, okay. They go would ahead. say, Dad just ate a burrito larger than myself. <laughs> yeah, you just ate a baby-sized burrito. I'm so, just, that's like, my favorite thing. Like, we didn't get to see the full size of it, but. You're looking at a quarter of what's left. No, that's like an eighth. It's, yeah, it's huge. about an eighth. <laughs> he walks in to Chipotle and says, make me the biggest burrito you ever made. Ever. And, and they do it. And, like calls him out when they try and make like a big burrito he's like is that the biggest (laughs) quality control is this the most chicken you've ever put in a burrito and they're like i'm excited to try that it's funny to see everyone's reactions like there was some i think 15 year old kids in there and they were like Like, one of their friends walked in, they're like, look, look, look over there. Yeah, just a bunch of Snapchat, like at a concert where everyone just got their phone. The guy behind me really was putting it on Snapchat. He was like, I've eaten four of these. And then they started making it. He's like, damn. (laughs) It was good. How often do you do that? Every time. Every time he goes to Chipotle. That is what I get at Chipotle. (laughs) So who's ever there, I get their biggest burrito they've ever made. And it's a team effort. But only one time, and I'll give them a huge shout-out, it was the Chipotle off Iliff and Chambers. And I've had one girl ever, no questions. (laughs) She didn't need any clarification. She just, like, cracked her neck. (laughs) Pops and was like, bam, like, put... Went to work, and I'm not kidding. It was like as big as my arm, dude. I w- you win, touche. I will be back. That sure. is amazing. So she's the she's in the top spot, but today they did pretty good. See, I don't know if I've ever had a single burrito that big, but I I remember one time JT and I in high school, we had buy one get one free coupons for mm-hmm. like because we went to the right school. They had partnered with Chipotle. If you went in, you'd get a buy one, get one free. And the goal was to get, like, students to bring their friends to lunch. JT and I loved Chipotle so much, we just both went in and ordered two double meat burritos and filled them to the brim to where they were both exploding and then just sat down for, like, an hour <laughs> and just housed through both of them. <laughs> it's probably, like, eight pounds of food. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So we're, like, curling the bag. <laughs> it's like a pre-warm-up. <laughs> We'll He's over there you. smashing creatine, getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a picture of it today because yeah. you can see Cara's burrito, which was actually a, yeah, it's a burrito. burrito. It's a good size yeah. burrito, yeah. I mean, mine took up like <laughs> the whole the whole bottom of the bag, and hers looked like a pill. Like a yeah. Pill. <laughs> 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 but you take it in the morning, like a little 
I'm for sure gonna try it. Just you gotta just do it and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> and you gotta mean it. Brandon will like. That's the thing. They always think I'm. Everybody thinks I'm joking, which I don't <laughs> understand. But I'm not. I want the biggest. <laughs> see, you can burrito. do that thing. Like you're bigger, and you got that the eyes. If, when I ask, they're gonna be like, oh, All right, yeah. Dude, he whatever. wants th- he wants two scoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they put two scoops on there, like. Is that the most? Like, really look at the burrito, look at them. Back to the burrito and be like, that's the most you've ever made? That's that's the biggest? They'll be like, oh. Some of them right. are like, you know, we're going to charge you for this. But most of them just think it's hilarious and it ends up becoming this big thing and all of a sudden there's a huge line behind us. Yeah. Like spectator sport. At the yeah. end. By the time it's done, everybody's like, let's take them. To- oh, God damn, that's a big burrito. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's like a different workaround to what Ali and I do at Chipotle. We've gotten really dialed in on, like, whenever we go to Chipotle or Legal Pizza or, like, any place like that where someone's making it right in front of you, we've gotten really good at, like, for lack of a better term, like, buttering them up <laughs> so that they hook us up. And, like, all the time we'll get, like, free guac, free chips and whatever, or, like, hey, you guys, like... We're just going to, like, give you double meat. Don't worry about it. Or, like, they don't even realize that they're doing it because they're just, like, stuck in a a good good conversation. And, like, we really do mean it. Like, we'll spend time, like, no matter how long the line is, like, no, this is important. We're going to chit-chat. We're going to get to know (laughs) you. Like, how's your day going? Like, and then they're like, meh. And I'm like, no, seriously, how's your day going? And, like, just like, no, is that the biggest? Yeah. See, he agrees. He's like, that's a good idea. And, uh... So literally, like, that's just an even cooler way. Of well, it's the taken same some time to like fine tune it. I've realized car really helps because before nobody would get it right, you know. And then she's like, "You have to let them know there's only a couple ingredients: it's true. chicken, brown rice, lettuce, and cheese. No beans. Go. No there's beans. beans. No." I don't like beans, man. If it's jelly beans, I'm in. <laughs> but other than that, I don't like beans. I'm I'm a naturally picky eater. He I is. really am. It really makes me feel eater. good that you said that because that was my first thought. Is they're gonna start putting like sour cream and all this nope. nonsense I don't want. Nope. There. Listen. Oh no. Make it easy for everybody, but you got some work in front of you. I tell everybody like start stretching. Are you ready? Because they're like. Whatever. What kind of burrito do you want? Dude, I'm we're like, gonna start a new thing. Like instead of the Tide Pod challenge, it's gonna be the biggest burrito challenge. Yeah. I want to see it. Dude, I think it's yeah. a much yeah. safer yeah. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's debatable. Questionable. I mean, they're both about eight pound burrito. They're both about thirty thousand calories. They weighed at that time. What did it weigh? I can't remember, but it was. I, there was one time where they. Did waited. you make it to double digits? Oh yeah, we've yeah. definitely. I've thought about how much did Sydney weigh <laughs> when he was born. I want my burrito to be bigger. So when I say I've eaten a baby, I can honestly say <laughs> I have eaten a baby size, or like baby burrito. size. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, how big was he when he? Was Seven born? pounds, four point nine ounces. Oh, you for sure crushed oh, that like, with this last burrito. <laughs> right, you know that. It was, it was up there. Smoked it. I was a three pound baby. What? We really? Yeah, I was born like. Close to two months early. Super Holy creamy. Cow. I was like, I was like the size of your burrito. I was like literally like fit in two cupped hands. I love that like, we're comparing wow. things to burritos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy, huh? I feel like burrito is. <laughs> that's actually the hardest part. We were talking about living in Australia before we oh. all walked in the room. Oh, that's killer. the hardest part about 
living in a, a terrible because they have Mad Max, which is like nah. It was just terrible. What is like, it? Yeah. Gomez y. Oh, Guzman y Gomez. It's not I don't know real. if I'm pronouncing that right. But None of it's real. It was the most disappointing. It was I mean, as close as you're going to I love you, Australia. Yeah. I really do. I love you guys to pieces. But you guys man. Need to start importing some. Yeah, I don't know why food. nobody has started Chipotle for Australia. It's, so yeah. it's like, well, we, had talked, we had talked about it when we were there, and that was probably nine years ago. Was it? Did we make it ago. even a week into Australia before we were like, million dollar idea? We just franchise a Chipotle in Australia. <laughs> but it's kind of like you can't get good Thai food here. Australian Thai food is the bomb and you can't get good Thai food here. It's because we have Thai people in Australia, a lot of them. We don't have that many Mexicans in Australia. No, but Chipotle is not Mexican. I that know, is, I know. It's just a burrito. You can't mess that up. It's American-Mexican. Yeah. It's true. You could absolutely franchise that in Australia. I think it would... That's our really well. totally plan for up, world domination. We're going to go buy a couple houses in the Gold Coast, fix and flip, and then we have Start slanging burritos. Our, our winter house down there, and then we're going to slang some burritos out of a Chipotle with all that fix and flip money. Yeah, it's crazy that like, we were literally talking about this in 2011. That's and so funny. And it hasn't happened yet, which is insane. I know. I, yeah, I am surprised. Australians can be very low, like, oh, that's an American thing. We don't want that here. So that's the other thing you'd have to overcome. Just make a new brand. Just put it. Yeah, we'll just call it, it, just call it like yeah, call it Chicas or something yeah. weird. Because you guys make <laughs> nicknames for everything. We'll just we'll, yeah, we'll start out with an, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, what would the nickname yeah. be for Chipotle? Chippies, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Guac House Maccas. Because you know that it wouldn't be called Chipotle. So Everyone would say Chipotle because they wouldn't know because they yeah. they say for quesadillas they say quesadillas you know still <laughs> dude I, I love that we'll just lean further you into it that? where everything on I the menu is specific quesadillas all the time yeah. and just literally like, never heard that oh, before geez. Oh, in like pico de gato <laughs> and just like and just like yeah, everything on just the menu is like horrifically <laughs> broken oh, Spanish man. you guys no, I mean, how is this I not like happening this already? Like, what are we even oh, doing? We doing this? <laughs> we should be doing that. <laughs> My God, that's funny. <laughs> well, right, Kara can help us with the the Aussie uh, ver- like. There's a real translation into yeah. Australian that you need to make for everything. Like yeah. it's a, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I like to picture it as like the states because there are like fairly. I don't know, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, you can he- understand what they're saying. <coughs> in Australia, like, there are people you meet and you're like, oh, you just have an accent. And then there are other people who are like, I've there's no, no way you're communicating information. <laughs> there's no way what you just no said is information <laughs> of any kind. Like, you might as well just be whistling at me like a dog. Like, I, I'm not going to get any of that. I'm sure in the States you'd find that too. Right? So that's what, yeah. yeah, you go down to like Cajun country and yeah. some dude just starts. Getting it's after it, you're like, well, we met this lady out there who was the first one to tell us to get married, like right away when we first started talking. But we should, I remember we called her later on, and just listening to Kara and this lady Beck talk. Oh, that's right, Beck. I had no idea what the hell they were talking about <laughs> for like, and this is like a 10 minute conversation, and I'm like, what. Yeah. What? And I loved it because I mean I could tell it was a real interaction, but <laughs> she had to like translate what they were talking about. And I, I feel great. like that's something that both of like you and I share in common. 
a great deal of things, but especially <laughs> that we don't need to have any idea what's being said or what's going just on right. to just be like fully <laughs> engaged and, and engaged. fully in it. Yeah. Like, dude, what did they say? I have no idea, I but this is my new best friend. Right <laughs> <laughs> but you, we're, we're feelers, you know? For, yeah. We yeah, just feel, feel the, the situation out. We don't need to talk. <laughs> we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gavin needs to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's random. Uh, he'll uh, <laughs> jump into that conversation, whatever they're saying, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. I think about it too, and I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'll be right back. And I like turn around, and I'm immediately in a conversation with the guy behind me. I haven't even made progress on what I'm going to go mm-hmm. do, but I just am like, you, I love your shirt, I love your hair, I love your face. They're like, Brandon, go. Like, <laughs> You're we'll on we'll fire. Just yeah. stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, but we're in stop, it right now. I, you were telling me about your thing, and then it's just like, dude, I promise we'll get back to the conversation. No, like, we're talking. It's cool, it's cool. I'll brush it off. For moments. We yeah. are we are those people in the moment. Yes. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys could join us. I Me too. I love how we met because I met Kara just mm. literally by chance and then when I finally met you, I had no idea that I was like best friends with your sister <laughs> for like a year and a half. She's and then my all favorite. of a sudden I forget well and then I met you. And I didn't make the connection. And then another, like, year went by. And then really? all of a sudden, finally, Loren was like, yeah, that's my brother. And I was like, what? Like, everything makes so much sense now. <laughs> Lauren is, so I'm one of five kids, right? Right in the middle. And Lauren's right below me. I'd laid down my life for any one of my siblings, but it would By be. By her. No, <laughs> Lauren would be the fastest. Like, I would, she's my absolute favorite. I love my whole family, but Lauren is so freaking cool. Yeah, you guys like, are on the same wavelength for, for sure. For sure. She's, uh, she's in, that's all I can say. She's a doer also. Yeah. You know, she's in Vietnam now. And I know. You met her in Hawaii. Like, that's right. She was yeah. she was telling me about that, and she was like, and I was like, peer pressure in here, real hard to do cliff jumping. Do, right. She was just like, there were just so many things that Gavin taught me about, you know, that I just was clearly caught up in the wrong things. Like he would walk walk around with his bare feet, and I'd be like, aren't you afraid of germs? Like, aren't you scared? <laughs> Gavin's like, no. No, like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I love getting to spend time with people who are like really open. Because that was part of what I think made us such good friends is real quickly I was like, oh, I can like show you that you don't need to be concerned about all these little things. It was a joy quote at teaching moment, like <laughs> all the time, really, mm-hmm. is what it was. Is like, you are so caught up worrying about all these things that don't matter. Like, you're in Hawaii, there's a cliff jump that is so easy, there's like a toddler doing it. Let's all go enjoy ourselves. And literally by the end of it, like, the whole beach is cheering her on. Like, oh God. Like, it was so awesome. I That's can so see cool. her face right now. I can almost. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so like, awesome. she got way more out of cliff jumping than I did. You know, like, I try and stress that a lot. Is I think we've hit it a couple times on the podcast of Dylan and I have to go jump off of our roof on a sled over fire. And even then, like, we get done and everything's all settled and then cleaned up and we're like, I guess that was cool. <laughs> and then, right? Like, just because the bar has been set so high. So, it's well, a, it's cool when 
like, because he was afraid to do it first. Yeah. Right. And he, there was the debate of, like, he won rock, paper, scissors, which means he <laughs> won the opportunity to go first. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes. And because to me, it wouldn't, like, I would have done it and been fine. But to him, he was so yeah. scared. And not so scared, but was, like nervous. It was definitely and, like, all right, I hate being the guinea pig. No, whereas I love it. being the guinea pig, so it's awesome for me when when I get to give him that opportunity to be that and like push past something that he yeah. is nervous about. Well, mm-hmm. and like how quickly it did become like, for like a better term, boring. Like the first one, like insane adrenaline rush, full of endorphins. And then by, like, the third one, we're both looking at each other, like, should we just, like, take a walk? Because that's basically what we're doing. Like, nothing we're doing. Like, it's so, like, by the end of it, we've made, like, the jump bigger by making the landing smaller so the drop is bigger. And then that got boring, and we're like, well, I guess we have to just set the whole thing on fire. <laughs> Burn it down. Do <laughs> know? Oh. There's some chat out of Sydney. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good luck nice. to How old is he? Nine months. Nine months. Yeah. God. Nearly walking. <laughs> Dude, when are you going to get him on the, the G-net? Walnut, uh, Yeah, the G net. He's already been on it. He of course he has. Loves <laughs> it. <laughs> well, has has yeah. baby done his first, has, has he done baby's first pull up yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unassisted? <laughs> Not. <laughs> I know. He's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much. It gives I me mean. a solid eccentric. Like he can get up there and then it like fades down. But. We have to just, if we could get him to focus, I think if we could just say, hey, Dude. it's time to pull up now, but uh, he's just. I think a little bit of training. Nine months old. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of reward. <laughs> I say you mind. get this baby a six pack easy by the time he's 16 months. So here's the coolest thing. When he was born, he had this little like tiger stripe rash on his stomach, right? So it, looked, it was like he was ripped from the beginning. It was the cutest thing in the world. And he had this like. Oh, that's oh, awesome. He's so awesome. He's the best. He is. And he is really strong. I mean, he's he's always been really strong. Dude, it's all the Gatorade you're feeding him. Yeah, like... I know, right? <laughs> I've literally never had a Gatorade in, like, probably the last, uh, not never, but I have not had Gatorade in years. And here, he's like, what is this thing? Well, it's the perfect it's, color. It's And it's cold, so yeah. he's, he's teething, so it's great. What an adventure this is going to start for you guys. Like, totally new. See, he's a new experience. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't even begin to imagine how excited you guys are for this. It's the best. Well, so Brandon has a nine-year-old daughter, so this is his second. Oh, okay, gotcha. um, So he's, you know, somewhat. They look very similar. I'll show you two, like, baby pictures of Carlin. In, in Sydney, which is awesome, and she's it's beautiful. like it's like a male version of Carlin, and yeah, she's like she's yeah. incredible. She's yeah. the best. You're gonna want to touch everything, but yeah, they're so yeah, she, the they're so Free awesome. Ranging. They they get along really well. <laughs> yeah, what's up, bud? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you guys had been together for a while before you had Sydney. I mean. Not really. I mean, it was pretty open. In terms, in terms of like, (laughs) everything happened pretty fast. Yeah, in terms of like, our circle, where like everyone is so in sync with like themselves and their feelings, where it's like, I met someone and got engaged like three weeks later, and now we're married like eight months down the road. Like to me, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like normal timeline. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird until you go back. Like we were talking to the immigration lady, and it did happen. 
when you go back and think about it, pretty fast, you know. Yeah. But again, I knew it right away. Yeah. So yeah, because I remember the first time I met you guys. Oh, I mean, at least two years ago, and right away, like you, you guys were like so clearly just set up for each other. It was it was hilarious. Like right away, I was like, oh, all right, perfect. Like, yeah. I know that was the same as like all of all of our family really. I remember when my family and friends met Brandon, they were just like, "Oh, yeah, I see it. I get Checks it. Out. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Let's go. Um, when's Buddies. the wedding? <laughs> when are you getting married? My little sister Crystal, who's like, she's <laughs> awesome too. I got to meet her. Yeah, Gosh. Crystal's one of the best. But she's a she's a pit bull. Oh, she's like, the pit bull she of the family. She'll bite you for sure. <laughs> and so when she met Kara, it was just like. Who are you? What are you doing? That's my mom's wedding ring. Like, what's going on? How do we know it's going to last? If you guys get a divorce, where's the ring going to go? Like, she was asking the hard questions, yeah. you know? And Someone's got to do it. What's so funny is, like, it's through funny. the whole immigration thing, I have to get a little co-sponsor for my wife because I'm not the best at filing paperwork. Yeah. You know? Anyway, what's you funny is You have your strengths. That, I know. It's, <laughs> That's just not one of them. No. You're <laughs> looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> we look exactly the same. It's like, it's <laughs> no one watch the video. I'm Don't just as ripped as him, for sure. <laughs> Tan is solid. I know, right? So, yeah. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Crystal's the one who ended up, like, sponsoring Basically, oh, yeah, no. helping to sponsor That's Cara. exactly who you want to do. Yeah. She's, wow. she's like, the Navy. She's like... It's just, it's so funny how it happens, though. But, it, like, it's, it's funny. Most people just could see it straight away. Oh, mom, mom. Dude. Your first podcast. You're doing so good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smile. So excited. She's yes. so pumped. Yeah. Yeah. Are you show pony? Yeah. <laughs> just like your dad. You're yeah. full of joy. So perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Dude, that is hilarious that Crystal gave you a hard time. Cause the, oh she my gave gosh, me she a real hard time, too. Because I met uh, Lauren, and then, like, while I'm away doing something, um, she goes and picks up Crystal, and then Crystal, you know, immediately just sees this goofball that I am, and she's just like, what's your deal? Why are you in charge yeah. of this trip? Just, like, so quick. Crystal <laughs> By the end, she's like, yeah, you can do some fun, yeah. Yeah. Very straight shooter. Oh, she will not, you know, beat around the bush to, to ask you a so question. Really good quality. She will chop the uh, yeah. bush down. That's exactly <laughs> what is happening. And that's Dig what up the I roots. And <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude, that's so awesome though. Like, yeah. So excited for you guys, and you guys. It's not like you guys were like not busy before Sydney either. Like you guys oh, no. have made a real habit out of filling each and every day with like the maximum amount you possibly can. Like any potential for a day to be filled with whatever it is you're passionate about, you guys have always maxed every day out. Yeah. Both of you. As long as I know. What is that like now with him in the mix? You know, I feel like I've... <laughs> he has a lot to say. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of stepped back a little bit with a lot of the things, I guess, that I would would have done before him. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. The voice lessons are working, though. Hmm. It's whenever I'm talking, he wants to talk at the same time, right? Yeah, it's like when you're putting him to bed early. As soon as you <laughs> stop, he starts <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> Oh, you can chew on that, sure. <laughs> Yum. Um, I, I feel like I've stepped back a bit, but then I've I've been doing other things, I guess, that fill my cup. Um, just because I'm 
I guess I'm home a little bit more and it's just different. Um, but Brandon definitely still gets out and, and night times are a little trickier. <laughs> Look, oh, you're shy. This is, yeah, like most night times we kind of stay in and chill out. But during the day it's fun to get out and do stuff. But, yeah, definitely I was never, like, going to have a baby and just let all my dreams kind of, like, disappear and just settle down and be a mom and you know, not do the things I want to do. So, yeah, I definitely am, like, excited to keep doing all those things. Well, yeah. tell us about some of those things. Oh, man, What are so you much. most excited about? Well, I'm actually really excited because now I'm going to be legally allowed to work in the country. It's yes. great. Yes, as of this morning. <laughs> as of this morning. <laughs> about to become a dual-income household. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yes. So well, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to be able to start running um, events again. So for my, my yeah. program is Follow Your Truth, and I wanna, I'm want i actually working on an online version of it and um, just to be able to, like, do what I want. Like, if I, I'm really excited to get some speaking engagements and um, – <laughs> you might get me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to keep him entertained so he can talk. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm, I'm really excited about. And at the moment I'm building my online presence my so through social media marketing and learning about that which has been a lot of fun and um yeah really helping other people identify their truth their inner voice and um and helping them really empower them I guess I don't like the word help but empowering them to follow follow their truth so that's been that's what I'm really excited about to get back into that a little bit more at the moment what I love is that she does it so naturally like she's Again, been working on the online platform, but I love to watch her watch videos or watch speakers or sem- take a seminar on, you know, how to build a Facebook page and things like that. But then to see what she does with that and to watch how just follow your truth flows out of her and to see people respond from around the world. And it's so awesome to watch this like tribe of activated humans follow their truth right along with her. And I'm like, God damn it, babe, I love you so much. You are so incredible. It's like, how do you do this? And like in an instant, she turns all of my dreams into reality, you know? Like it's things I've been wanting to figure out how to do and how am I going to get people to this? And I talk about it with her. And then she's like, oh, started a Facebook page for us and now we have all these people following us. I'm like, that was awesome. Thanks, yeah. babe. People like us really need people like her in our lives because we'll get so distracted with the next fun idea that we forget to do something to that act we upon like the really other. excited about. And then we'll circle back to it and everything just gets done at like a snail's pace or never gets done versus we need people like her who are just like, cool, that was a good idea. So We're this is it. already happening. Oh this is already God. set in place. Yes. And they're like, five steps ahead of like, well, we're going to need this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad one of us knows what they're doing. <laughs> I just came up with the idea. <laughs> I remember it used to drive Brandon crazy because he would have this idea. And especially when I was pregnant, I think I had a lot of fears show up. And you have a lot to say. Um, I'd have a lot of fears show up and... 
I would question him a lot more and I used to be like, he would have an idea and I would say, well, how are you going to do that? What about this, this and this? I'd list off all these things and like, what about this and what about that? And he, it would instantly kill any excitement he had in it because <laughs> he's like, I don't know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about, you know, what we can do. So I've learned now to just rather than like even ask those questions, I'm just like, all right, if it's something that I can see is feasible, I'll just start like putting some things to action and start... Working on it, not like talk about it. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I've learned you got to watch your words with her also because there's not like a normal conversation, you know? Like we were just talking about moving out and like moving down to Castle Rock. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. I'd be down. It's great. I go down to the office the next day. They're like, we got your notice to vacate. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, right. it's like a mirror for Off sure. We go. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, I like to think of it as there's dreamers and there's builders, and if you have too many dreamers in the camp, then nothing gets done. And if you have too many builders in the camp, then no one actually enjoys what they've built. Right. And, and like, or you just kind of build the same thing over and over. Right. And uh, yeah, for sure, Allie and I have this conversation once or twice a week where I'll say like oh this would be cool and I just go on like a rant of like the Australia like oh I'd love to buy a house in Australia and fix and flip it that'd be cool I know we could do it and like I bet sometime in the next couple of years rather than buying a, like something here in the US why not buy a house in Australia instead for our first house and like you know next week she's like so have you like looked at any houses what all like, I need numbers. I'm like, oh, we're on numbers now? Like, oh, God. I was just talking about, like, something cool we could do. Just an idea. I, didn't, I thought we'd have a couple more conversations, but no. Yeah. Do you mind, sorry, no, if no. I, like, if I feed him, yeah. but I might, I'll just, like, it's up to you. turn him to the side. I mean, as long as... You're going to see your boobs? No. No. I won't do that. We're classy ladies here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll cover up. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm going to imagine. Yeah. It's fine. You <laughs> can do that. Goodness gracious. So funny. I mean, that? it's just like so funny how like we've all breastfed <laughs> Been for the most part. But like you just like at some point all of a sudden it's like weird to think about. No, it is Isn't not. Isn't that like so can funny? I add like to the culturally, quota right Like now, culturally. Because breast milk is fantastic. Fantastic, man. I never get sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the greatest stuff in the world, and I think it's hilarious. People are like, ew, ew. I'm like, oh, you'll drink friggin' cow pus all day, but you're going to want to get some of the best human juice in the world, but that's me. Yeah. I'm telling you. Wait, so you have ex- so you've, you've yeah. experienced it. <laughs> With from it. It's the best, dude. It's the best. Just straight from the source? Straight from the source is the way to go. <laughs> That's but hilarious. I'm telling you, I will take it after it's been frozen. I mean, I'll take it after it's been pumped. It I will. It's, oh, man, I'm making this I'm telling you, it's the greatest. And you can look it up. What's funny is we were having this conversation with a friend of ours named Bobby, and he, like sent us a little thing on Facebook. He's like, hey, Brandon's ahead of the curve. Where there's all these bodybuilders going after breast milk. I'm like, I've been way ahead of the curve. I've yeah, known this is the thing. It's phenomenal. Theoretically, it's so like did you do this with your, your previous Yeah, product? that's how I found out about it. And then I was like, it's delicious. And then, okay. and then you had to wait nine years. <laughs> Yeah, oh it's, my gosh. it's been rough. I've been and then he hasn't, to be honest, he hasn't really had much. Because I don't, I don't pump. I'm like, 
Not a bad bag, Dan. Yeah. It's like but here's the good news. A little bit goes a long way. That's all I can say. Dude, like, it, yeah, you gotta, every drop is worth it. You just gotta. You gotta Hercules be, it every last drop. You know, just, <laughs> it makes you appreciate it every single time, and you're like, yes. dude, that is hilarious. Nectar of the gods. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you get whatever. Dude, um, the Brent, the, man, that's so like, funny. It's the best. I, mean, I drank a horse's milk once. That was like, <laughs> as, like just like <laughs> as a dare as a kid, just like from the teeth. <laughs> Oh, man. It's hilarious. So happy you didn't get kicked, too. Oh, well, that <laughs> that horse was fine with it. The colt that she was nursing was super not okay with it. And ended up chasing me around the pen and, like, prancing on my chest a couple times. And so lucky I didn't break any ribs. Wait, are, are colts male oh horses? So you were going after... <laughs> the colt is a baby male horse. Right, so, yeah, I can understand why you'd be pissed jealous. if you're trying to milk like, him. Hey. No, no, no. The mom, <laughs> dummy... <laughs> He got jealous. He 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 knew what Brandon knew, and he's like, "Dude, yeah, yeah. every last drop of this counts." It is this it's, weird little two-legged totally creature's trying to get on the juice. It is the juice, man. Dude. It really is like the natural human juice. Dude, well, and speaking mm. of being, is that so like legal for bodybuilding? It is. Yeah, I wouldn't like, see any reason why not. They would never. Natural. Or I mean, Who's any kidding? kind of athletics. I wonder. They're not, they're not testing. This is my edge milk. for the six-pack yeah. challenge. Jeez, that's what you're talking yeah. about. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing what I'm told. Mike's everywhere. So. Dude, he's just getting after it. Well, speaking of being superhuman and all of that sweet stuff, you are all about being a superhero. And, like, not to mention the fact that you look like a superhero because you're gigantic. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about, like, your journey through all of that because I feel like you've been through a lot and... Um, you you just you're so full of life, and I think that's because you s- kind of seen like how close you could get to, to the opposite. So <laughs> pushing the line yeah exactly. I actually have a hat. One of my cl- old clients uh, started a group called Empowered through TBI, and it's a traumatic brain injury. And yeah, I woke up in the hospital like two weeks after I crashed on a motorcycle, and I mean. Estimated speeds are over 100 miles an hour. Totally destroyed the bike. Snapped my pelvis, broke my leg, severed my femoral artery. And so I was, I had a over 430% chance of dying. Like when you add up the mortality yeah, rate for everything, one. it's like truly off the charts. And it's, it's not even a conscious thought that I have where I think about, oh, I gotta go live every day to the fullest. But I, when I wake up, I seriously am like, oh, I did it again. Like, <laughs> yes, I like, it. Yeah, like, you never know when it's not gonna happen. And so I, I do love to go out and just to see what more can we do. What more is it? And that's why I love to meet people because you never know who you're sitting next to. You never know who you're talking to, and what ideas are gonna spark and what that's going to create and instead of waiting to find out I do make a conscious effort to go meet people and I'm not worried about when like the lights turn red or things don't work out like you had planned I really see very clearly how there's so much more happening than we can honestly comprehend so go and be a part of that don't get mad and stuck in that little zone with your blinders on pay attention because you have been brought to this place and position for a reason and so find out what you can do 
and that might be just give that guy a high five because you never know what crazy spiral that might send that person off. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in, like, we were playing uh, Would You Rather on the way back from the Sand Dunes last weekend because we were just bored out of our mind because we couldn't get the car's radio to work that mm-hmm. we had rented. And so Allie's, like, come, you know, got some app where it's, like, just random Would You Rather questions. And mm-hmm. one of them was, Would You Rather Go Blind or Not Be Able to Touch Someone Oof. Ever Again? Oof. And was, no, that was not. It was something. It was, would you rather... Never touch a person or never, never talk. talk. That's what it was. Yeah. Never touch someone or never talk. And I was like, never talk. And that's coming from me who can't yeah, stop yeah. talking. I was like, human touch is like the most important thing. That's a big one. And that's where like <laughs> being able to like give someone a crisp high five yeah. really, truly can like significantly change someone's day. Like, it's true. Like even if it's, um, something like oh man like you really blew that high five you know like just constantly having that physical touch keeps teams together like they've done research on like actual sports teams they've done research on sales teams and on you know companies like um i got to meet um oh gosh i can't remember her name now but she was the first female head coach of the nba um She's the only woman in the NBA Hall of Fame, and it's driving me nuts. I'm blanking on her name. She's, like, one of my favorite people. But um, right when she started taking over her team in the NBA, she was like, no matter what, guys, I promise you we will be the team that touches the most. We're going to high-five after every shot. We're going to high-five after every missed shot. I don't care if you want to, like, rip someone apart because they just blew the chance or they're not passing the ball. It's like, hey, dickhead pass me the ball high five you know like and literally took the team like and dramatically changed their standings pretty like overnight almost just because they're always in sync and always having that human interaction hugs and high fives are my go-to like i because again even if you can't talk there's so much more information that's being transferred and passed through in that moment Especially with a hug is like, like yeah. nuclear reactor of energy transfer, and a high five is that like emergency jump when your battery's dead and you're like, mm, yeah, I need some help, man. What do you got, man? Let's do this. So like, yeah, what do I got? What's going yeah. on? Let's see it. But contact. You got There's a bunch contact. of studies where they've talked about where like just touching someone, like even if you just go like that. And just one finger on another person for like, I think it's like 10 or 15 seconds, your body will release like a significant chunk of hormones and endorphins to make you feel better just from that. So like, uh, or like hugging someone, especially if you hold the hug for like, as long as like really truly feels right, instead of just like what most people do, it's like a quick in and out and the hug is like a formality. It's like, how quick can we get this over? literally number one compliment I get all the time consistently from people is you give the best hugs like I needed that and it's literally just twins yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's just because I take hugs super serious my buddy Joe Lobeck taught me how to give like a supercharging hug and it seems goopy but you gotta really get in there and make the sounds (laughs) (laughs) you actually charge that person Uh, but you will not both parties walk away like 
Wow. Yeah, like on drugs because of all the endorphins. And what I really think is so beautiful and it's humbling to think about is how many things you actually are. And all these cells in our body carry a specific charge. Like there's a voltage that you have. And when you combine bodies like that, I can't get into the science because I don't know it, but I've felt it. I'm telling you, it is so real. And so when people go, anybody who's watching, anybody who's listening, go Go. hug. Hug somebody right now and mean it. Even if they're like, oh, you're a weirdo. Don't worry about the rejection. But watch how you feel, especially that like 10 to 15 seconds afterwards. And then do it again and again. Go share that and you'll see. You'll see. (laughs) (laughs) It's really interesting because I do not come from a family of huggers at all. And it's been weird to me. Like I don't necessarily like that's not my go-to at all i don't necessarily like touch like we've got into the touch thing i, I don't f- necessarily like that i can feel how yeah but it, i guess i just it it seems like i'm wrong mm-hmm. or uh, not wrong but like it would be beneficial to get over that and move into the place of just so you know you got a big one coming right now. <laughs> Dude, this is the yeah, hug brewing over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got Hurricane you. B over there. It's coming after you. <laughs> well, and it's so funny because I didn't come from a family of huggers either. I think my mom is, but, like, maybe that's some of it. But for the most part, like, I remember getting hugged by this guy, Michael, who is just the sweetest old guy. He used to be a cop for like 30 years, but he's like the, the nicest human being of all time. He's so sweet. And I remember like he would hug me longer than I was ready for it every single time. And every single time I got down, I was like, whew, I feel good. And like, I really think he actually loves me. Like he was really in it to win it with that hug. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. Cause I liked what he did for me. And then, no kidding, um, it started where I would just hug someone long enough to, in my head, tell them that I loved them like 10 times. So I'd hug someone and in my head I'm being like, I love you so much. You're really important to me. I love you very much. And whatever it was, just in my head of like, I need this person to feel this. Not just like receive a hug, but I want them to genuinely, like in their core, know how important they are to me. And then within, like, not even a week, people were like, dude, you give the best hugs. And, like, so, like, now I don't think consciously in my head of, like, except for sometimes where I'm like, I really want this one to supercharge. Yeah. I'm not making noises yet, but do it. I haven't done too many pre-hug stretches, so I don't want to pull something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it's funny. That's literally all it took, and it was overnight difference of, I'm just going to be really conscious of it. Kind of like when Allie and I started saying goodnight to Dylan, we would like, good night, Dylan, we love you. And then like the first couple times, it was like, okay. <laughs> and now like every single night, we're all like, remember that, night, actually. love you. And then like he'll be in his bed, like, love you guys too. <laughs> like, That's, I agree with well, that. Because like, Brandon's whole family are very much about like, about saying I love you and hugging. And I came from a family where like, I remember being so uncomfortable even telling my mum or dad that I loved him. Like I just, we just never did that. And now I've gotten so used to it. I tell everyone how much I love them, you know, like people that I 
have barely know but it just have like really yeah, connected with there, yeah. yeah and I tell them and I'm like it's just so powerful and I think it, it does it feels good it feels good for you it feels good for them but I totally resonate with what you're saying because I didn't come from that and I remember it was so uncomfortable for me to begin with okay I was like hey, we bump in that um, <laughs> um, yeah so I I, I understand where you're coming from Dylan because I was the same yeah, and high five when he goes to Australia it's the funniest thing ever because don't know what people do. don't high five They're in like, Australia yeah they like, just put that shit up there like grab their hand and pull it up it's and not what people I asked are like for. like I don't want this I want this like oh, I can't just start being it. like you're like a seven I need you like a, oh, 15. just do it at like the hands of a clock. Like yeah, right. you're, at 12. you're, That's you're like a else. six. I need you at a 12. <laughs> <laughs> like now. <laughs> it helps. I'm telling you. Yeah. I think, and that's where we do. We really need to get out there and do like a high five and hug camp, you know, and start spreading that understanding. Dude, and hug boot camp. You not just Australia, that, right? but everywhere. Like that's just it. That's what I'm, yeah. I, wa- I haven't run one out there, but. Here you have the right. Yeah, yeah. High five and hug camps. <laughs> I'm honestly a little hurt I didn't get camp. the call as this a special was guest. You met him. Dude, you should. You're in. Ow. You're like. You're like the emergency case, you know what I mean? In case of emergency, <laughs> break glass. Break know, glass like, for <laughs> Gavin. Gavin like comes tumbling out. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think that that would be a great joy quota co collaboration, I guess. As yes. The, uh, that's I mean, I need to go through it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if we're honest, yeah. Let's do it. I'm in. I remember when I was talking to my old roommate, James, when Car first came out to America. Like, I hadn't talked to him in a little while, but we talked for like five minutes, and then I'm like, all right, my man, I love you. He's like, I love you too, B. And she's like, that is not something that would happen in Australia. It doesn't matter how long that they've known Who each other. That, my old dr- dream, my roommate, James. Uh. And you were like... No, that's not what we would oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, like she got... Oh, yeah, we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Let's just be faint whispers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, well, and it's so funny because what Dylan was talking about earlier of, like, me just going like this was uncomfortable. Like, human well, touch is really a vulnerable space. Like, this was normal. This was less than... You were, like, yeah. just poking yeah. me. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was, uh, yeah. was weird. <laughs> that was awkwardly weird. If you're, like... Like yeah. this is fine. Like I'm, we're chill. Like this. Like that's in. normal. Versus Where you were like yeah. this. Like it was. That a, was. That's <laughs> exaggerated to make it make a point. But yeah, like don't don't do this. But if that's yeah, one lesson me. you take from this this podcast, uh, don't take one finger and poke somebody yeah. and say. We're friends now. I yeah, love you. I mean, I, I do it all the time. I love you. When we hold hands, we specifically will, like, just because it's more fun than actually holding hands, we'll just, oh. like... Well, touching tips, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you should touch tips. <laughs> oh, this is the best podcast oh, ever. Man. Um, back to the serious <laughs> point of, like... <laughs> Touching tips. Human, yeah, dude, touching yeah, tips is really horrible. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about one yeah. finger in the shoulder mm-hmm. of another person like Gavin did bear. to me. You know, that's, that's Don't right. yeah, that's Don't awful. Bear. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it is true that like saying I love you and saying, <laughs> you know, those types of things and re- meaning a hug, like, so, 
I'm sure you get this a lot where like you overjuice a hug probably pretty consistently because I, I definitely do. And then people are like, it almost brings them further into their shell, right? Yeah. Where like I've accidentally like, oh man, I'm so excited to see so-and-so. And then I come in at like 110% and they really only needed like 60. Yeah. Like they really needed 60, but anything over 60 was going to be too much. You're going to burn the bulb. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's true that like it is a vulnerable space. It's a learning moment because I'm telling you, the next time they see you, they're going to come with 60 at least. Yeah. And then it, it comes up. Like, my nieces, my daughter, like, every, all the youngins in my family, I squeeze the crap out of them. <laughs> like, it's almost like a fight. Like, if you don't hug me, you're going to get hurt. Like, you have to squeeze back. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I, like, get in there. But I know that. They're also like when they hug somebody else, people are like, "Dang!" Like my little nephew Michael, it gives awesome little people hugs, and it's weird when, like, I honestly gauge people's hugs off my nieces and nephews. Like, <laughs> if you can't hug me harder than my niece and nephew, we need to hug. We like, gotta get you, you in to, the boot camp. Yeah, you need to come to camp. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to camp, dude. Gosh, yeah. I mean, it is funny, like. Transferring that joy and like energy is such a big part of what you guys are all about. And I know that that's a big reason why you guys love Kandama so much is because it is a quick way to like watch someone learn something that's relatively small, but it's a real quick way to get someone to like feel like they did something new or learned something. And then all of a sudden that momentum kind of carries like we were just goofing around in the lobby which and you slayed it. I know. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was a fluke moment. I'm sure I couldn't. You can do it again. But, Don't uh, say that. You got it, it every was, time. It was so f- funny to watch how quickly you got excited about it. And I think that uh, that'd be something fun to talk about is, is Kandama and what it means to you. And I was literally hanging out at the DMV today. Didn't even have any business to conduct. I thought I was going to, but I didn't. So I was actually hanging out at the DMV. And this guy asked, like, what is that? And that's why I love... I mean, I carry the kendama because you got to play, you know? Yeah. And it helps in a situation where there's going to be a line, bring a kendama. When there's going to be people, bring a, bring a couple kendamas because you're going to want to play, but you want to yeah. share it with people. But that's what I did, and it felt so good to just kind of bring, like, some joy and life to the DMV. I pulled a number, you know? And they called my number, and I could see people were like... Oh. <laughs> oh, he's leaving now. The one piece of entertainment yeah, is like, gone. Yeah. But I told, and I told the lady, I was like, I don't even have anything. You're awesome. <sighs> See ya. Left. You're like, that was why I was there. That is the strangest thing I think anybody's <laughs> ever done, to be honest. You to hang out to the at the DMV for I no purpose. I love the DMV. It's the coolest. It's the one of the best places to go because it's so dry. For those of you just t- t- tuning in, um, I clearly developed a stutter just now, and also, <laughs> he's he's got a brain injury, so that's part of the DMV. <laughs> he's had one; it's no longer there. Telling you. To be fair, this time he was was going for a reason, yeah. and it just didn't end up happening because yeah. someone was supposed to meet him there. But this time, he would happily hang out there every Anybody, other time. It's just yeah. been for fun. If you have to go to the DMV, <laughs> call me. 
BCK, <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. I am down. I will go with you. I promise we will have a blast. I love yeah. going to court. Speeding tickets are my favorite. DMV. Like I like all that. Of it. it's I like, have a court appearance in like a month. Can so, I come? Yeah. Yes. If that would help Dude, me. Yeah. I will totally, we'll bring <laughs> Kendamas. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, it's going to change the experience. We're going to have yes. so much fun at court. I, I love this idea of like, you go someplace that's supposed to be terrible when you're like feeling terrible. So you have no force or no choice but to just bottom out and start improving right like i've had a lady that's the behind best. the counter at the dmv she asked me she's like i was playing kendama gave one to the guy sitting next to me she's like you guys can't play that in here i didn't argue with her i know there's no rule about that's kendamas right. at the dmv we went outside. Next thing you know, another guy comes out with a little like jam box speaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, coming outside, we were having a party in front of the DMV. It was the coolest thing. And like my number got called. I was like, oh damn. You missed it. Didn't I'll you? be yeah, back. Oh guys. no, we actually did miss our number. I had to pull another <laughs> one. And it was I had so much fun. But it's there's no rule that says you can't have a good time while you're waiting for some mundane things in your life to get taken care of like it doesn't have to be mundane it's that's your choice to accept that <sighs> moment you know yeah. well, so you how not. did you discover kendama because like most people would just in the dmv it scroll instagram when that gets boring maybe play some kind of game out of it. So yeah, yeah I, no way i had people like recording us on their phones and stuff but so i used to be a co-owner of a park origin in mountain littleton and we started selling. Said everyone in Denver. So, <laughs> so we, we started selling. Gotcha. We started selling kendamas, just because they're fun. They are. I mean, we we're like, yeah, we could probably make a couple bucks off that, you know. Well, it turned out to be such a good idea. You'd go to the back gym, and all you'd hear was just like. So and people stop parkouring people to, to So then we're like, all right. No more kendamas past this line. Like, we had to ban them from the gym. You had to, like, check your kendamas in a box. Nobody can play past this line. <laughs> so after they get banned, that's when I'm like... What is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this kendama? And I fell in love. And we started Kendama Social. And we yeah. had a kendama, We had these little meetup groups at, like, coffee houses and different places around town. <laughs> and one of our first Kendama Socials, Bonzatron... Troy Boy and Joshua Flowgrove. These are three professional kendama players. And I didn't even know that was a thing that you could be, that was a professional kendama player. They came and just blew my mind. Like, the things they could do with this. And I didn't even realize that... First, when I say he's the world kendama champ, he really was, like, the 2015, 2016 world kendama champ and so after the meetup after a little kendama social i'm on wikipedia like learning about kendama you know and that's where i read it and i'm like 2015 2016 world kendama champ i'm call him i'm like bonds are you the world champ yeah bro people know me like, <laughs> so humble so cool and i thought that that is when i was like all right, there's something going on Dude, with this. He was, he's the definition I of I should a make you a kendama. I'm a really skilled it. woodworker. That would be a fun challenge. I'd love it. 
I would love it. There's if you give me the act, because it has to be spec. It has to be a certain stuff. Well, for you, my buddy, so if you can send yes. me the specifications, I'm on it. I will try and make you the sickest kendama out of like cool woods and stuff. I love it. That's I could borrow your dad's hand lathe. I like the way this conversation's going. Yeah. So. That's not like the one you have right now isn't your like favorite thing. You have like many of them. I or? have a lot of them. I okay, gotta give so. a big shout out to Kendama USA. Check them out because so last 420 we actually were we had a Kendama event at the 420 Fest last year, and it was so cool that they. Did you see a giant Girl Scout cookie nugget of weed running around? Because that was. Is it intern? That was you. That was <laughs> no, 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 that no, was our intern, Max. Yeah, but that was us. We got, there was actually, there was another Kendama group there that was a what? little bit closer to the stage, but we had our own little, like, setup. It was, we had a blast out there. Thank so you. I give a big shout out to Kendama USA because they helped me, like, build my collection extensively. Dude. For sure. But they are. You're about to have the sickest condom of all. Oh, time. I can't even wait. You, yes. Yes. So this is the thing. Like, world champ means, like, he actually makes a living doing He kendama. makes a living doing kendama. He, every year, mind. there is a competition in Japan, and the first year that they opened it up to, like, the non-Japanese, Bonds came and just crushed it. Then he did it again the next year, and, like, yeah, it's yeah. an actual thing. It's big in Europe, and it seemed, it's... It seems so funny, but once you start playing, and that's why I love to take it around to pe- places. Like we had a networking event that we went to just the other day. Yesterday, oh, was, yeah, it was last night. And people start to play with it, and then the first time they connect it, you watch this like oh. spirit, and they're like, oh, "What?" Like it feels. Yeah. And the thing about it is, you are mentally, physically, and emotionally committed. And yeah. that's why it feels so good. Like, that's what brings joy out is when you are all in. And this sneaks up on you. You don't realize you're all in until you do it. And what I love about Kendama the most is that it reminds you that you can do anything. With the proper amount of attention, energy, and effort, anything is possible. The most incredible, like, impossible moves become so simple you know once you're committed and that's what I love about this is because you can translate that into any aspect of your life whether it's paying bills or washing a car loving on your family members like go and be mentally physically and emotionally committed and watch what happens as you transform your life and that's what the kendama does it's like a permanent reminder my buddy's a salesman and he gets on before he gets on the phone Every time he starts playing kendama, and he's like, it's changed his attitude when he starts making phone calls. It's okay. It's all right if they don't want to buy anything from me right now. Like, you just shift the perspective, shift your way that you're coming at it. He's been very successful. Not just at kendama, but he makes quite a bit of money. Yeah. That's awesome. That's such a good way of putting it. Like, I love the Joy Quota podcast because... We get to hear how other people define meeting the joy quota and where the best places to find joy are. And that's probably what my favorite definition so far is like when you're mentally, emotionally, and physically committed, you'll find joy. Mm-hmm. You're right? really like, accepting of it at that point because yeah, it's already it's right literally there. in your hands. 
you just start to form and accept what you already are. Like yeah. that's, but well, kendama is actually a really deep toy. Like I, yeah, <laughs> deep toy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. So I was gonna uh, say, um, when I was teaching, when I was teaching middle school, Brandon used to come into the school, and I used to always have kendamas with me as well. And so many of the kids, like this is, you know, middle school kids that have so many behavioral problems that are just challenging. Way too cool for school. Yeah. yeah loved it like these kids seriously loved the kendama I mean they love Brandon as well but like we had teachers buying them left right and center because they it would give them an opportunity to to really decon like disconnect from the stress that they were experiencing in their classroom and um and the kids it allowed them an escape as well like one of my kids that was one of the toughest kids I've really ever met who hated me to begin with ended up loving me and it was through the kendama he bought a kendama off and just was it I, I swear it changed his life so it really it's crazy and these kids would sit there like bumps on a log and then we'd pull out the kandamas and they'd all like light up and they'd be joyful and then they go to the next class and they're actually like alert and like ready so yeah. it's so um, it's really a powerful tool well and I bet you were probably like all right guys if we smash through this lesson plan and everyone's engaged and we're all in Last 10 minutes of class, we are pulling out some kendamas and we're going buck wild in mm -hmm. here. And first person to get it onto the, the spe like to spear it, gets a licorice or like something right. crazy. And I bet like they were, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what the, the middle school is. I don't know, dude. Yeah. For, all right, guys, if you can spear it on your, your kendama, I'll let you duel for five minutes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What I noticed was that. You get a chance to hear people's, like, internal dialogue. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because what I do not accept is disbelief in yourself. Mm -hmm. When you play Kendama, the Kendama just sits there, right? That's what it does. When you pick it up, it's now activated. And so it drives me crazy when I hear people say, oh, I'll never do that. Well, then why are you touching it? Go do <laughs> something else. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but... I'd rather somebody else play with my kendama than somebody who doesn't believe in themselves. And then they're like, all right, well, maybe I can do it. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can. Why well, <laughs> do it? You know, and I'd, I don't try and get angry, but it, like, really chaps my ass when people are like, oh, I'll never do that. Listen, I already believe in you. That's why I gave you the kendama. So don't go bringing up this bullshit right now. Like, yeah. you, yes, you can. And that was... I, do, I don't do well with little, like, and I do it with adults, too. I'm like, yeah. yes, you can. It's in your hands. You're doing it already. But it's not going to happen yeah. the first time. You're Just playing like, with the kendama whether or not you successfully get it to stick. You're already 100% perfect at playing with the kendama. Bam. <laughs> perfect machine. All That's right. the whole I've point. Joy quota signature oh, kendama. dude. Allie can wood burn yeah. it. I want yeah. one. I, I've never I even tried it. You make them. She burns them. I'll slay them. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm all about <laughs> it. I'm ready. That's. <sighs> I am so excited about. I just, I just go need to charge specs. out and play high fives and jam kendama right now yeah. with everybody. Yeah, act, good job, babe. That's right. Kendama social. Do you still have? Yes. Have those, like, so Paradigms. It is a really cool little boutique store on Welton here in Denver, and we do it like we were doing it every third Thursday. 
it's got oh, our timing got off a little bit, but we'll get a calendar up. Everybody is invited for sure, and it's you can take the light rail right down. Come on down, we'll jam out. And is there like a link or something we can yes. put in the video down? Like, yes, sweet. Yes. So we'll have a link to the Kendama social yeah. and also yeah. yeah. to your guys's page and follow your truth. And yeah, it would be amazing. I should let you know now that. Not so secretly, my goal is to create an army of superhero love ninjas to take over the world with love, affection, and appreciation for the human race. Exactly, uh, that's where we were headed next. We're actively (laughs) conducting a non-hostile takeover of planet Earth, and um, this is our weapon of choice. Not to hit anybody with, but just to (laughs) remind people of the power that they actually have, like, every day. So we're looking for people to join the superhero love ninja army. That's 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 my yeah. That's what I'm after. Well, and it's so like I love what you said about like it sneaks up on people, because that's what I love about the kendama is it. It's not this big giant thing like Dylan and I have to you know our threshold for like what makes something awesome because we are adrenaline junkies and we've done so many crazy things. It is so fun whenever. Like, you saw how pumped I got because I wasn't expecting, like, it'd been probably a year and a half since I've touched one. And I just, first try, like, boom, caught it on both sides and speared it. First try. And I was just like, whoa, guys, like, this is the craziest. I'm in the zone. Like, how good does that like, feel? You know, like, looking away, still catching it, and, like, just yeah, on fire. <laughs> and um, it's literally, like you said, a kendama just sits here. It's not doing anything. It... I did something cool. The Kendama yeah. didn't do something cool. I did something cool with just a thing. Like, I think that that's what's so fun to share with people. And for you, it's Kendama. And f- for some people, it might be, you know, little tiny hobbies that they're into. But, like, that's what I love so much about this is it's so simple that it doesn't take a tremendous amount of vulnerability for someone to become mentally, physically, and emotionally engaged. They do it on accident, and then something cool happens, versus you know, it's like, hey, why don't you do this as a challenge, or do this as a or push yourself, or something like that, and then it's like, a whole ordeal, and that's where it can seem so scary, people don't try, and then they don't get that joy moment of being fully engaged. And um, that's something I'd love to, like, look at later tonight. I might try and journal a bit of, like, what is my kendama, right? Of, like, something so small, something so silly that on the surface is nothing. But really, it's something that can get people fully engaged with themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally without them knowing. Because that's where... I can sneak joy into people's lives the quickest, yeah. like the biggest bang for the most, I tell the every, most so reaction. I wrote a book called The Being Human Handbook, and I love to, all humans have five birthrights. These are things that nobody can ever take away from you, and that's energy, strength, power, balance, and control. And it's how we use those five birthrights that literally creates our life. And I love the kendama because you use all of your birthrights and the tools, which are physical, mental, and emotional tools, to focus, you know, and you use your attention, you recognize what you're doing, and you modify it 
to accomplish a goal. Like, that's what humans do. And I love the Kendama because you, you pick it up and you think, I'm in control. And you start playing it, and the next thing you know, your legs are burning. You're contorting yourself in all kinds of different ways, and then you have to ask yourself sooner or later, am I in control? Like, what's really in control? Are you driving the kendama, or is it driving you? And it's like, it's just so deep, just so deep. Yeah. Well, um, on a lighter note, what, uh, why don't we talk about, you guys have some huge news just from today. It's like yeah. the coolest thing ever, and I want to share it with everyone. It's true. Tell us all about it. We made it American. Yes. <laughs> A second one. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had our interview with uh, MV U.S. Immigration Office, and she's in. Like, we got her green card. Or, well. Approved. It's approved. approved. Yeah. We're, we're waiting on it now in the mail. But the bottom line is she's here. Like, it feels so good to have... Like that final box checked, you know? Yeah. Really, really, really pumped about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you guys because I remember talking to Kara when you guys basically like just met. It was like the worst timing ever because she had to go back and then like there was all this crazy stuff going on and then she came to the States and she couldn't make money <laughs> and like all this crazy nonsense going on. And, um, man, it's just so cool that you guys are finally past all that, that you got through all that, mm-hmm. and now, like, you're right at the end of it. Like, you can look back now. Like, I think, yeah. All of it. It's so cool. And it feels, I'm just so happy. And it, it didn't feel good just being in the office, you know? Like, the immigration office is kind of an intimidating place, you know, if you let it be. And then There's like, a lot on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had so much fun. Like, I felt like we... Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. The lady was so cool. Well, were you playing Kadama with her? Or? Not quite. A bit. <laughs> not exactly. I was playing a little bit, but not like in the office. Yeah. You got to get charged up before you go I in I showed her what it was, but it wasn't like, you know. I know that I have a problem. If I start playing Kendama, I could easily just forget about everything going on and just <laughs> jam out. Like, yeah. I'm staring at it right now. And it's, like, <laughs> it's taking all of my self-control to not be playing while we're talking. But yeah, we had a, it was really cool. She was, yeah, so happy that we're finally past the whole line now. Mm-hmm. We can travel. We can go and come as we please. It feels real good. Yeah. So what are some of your big plans now that it's official? I'm sure that that opens up a ton of doors for you guys. And knowing you two, you're dreamers and you're builders and you're ready to go absolutely hog wild with this green card and make the most of it. I want to marry her all over the world so now that we can actually leave the country again. Well, she, I could leave the whole time, but <laughs> if she could leave, Nana, we would have had a problem coming back in. That's yeah. the issue. But now, yeah, I really yeah. want to go and just get married. I'm not kidding. In every country in the world and start just taking over the world with love, affection, and appreciation for the human race. Like, yeah, and just travel, being able to take Sydney, and, oh, it feels so good. Like, Are you going to tell her that they named a city after her? 
Him. Dash. It's spelled a little bit different, you know. He was actually so. What's really cool about his name is Sydney Ike Kelly, and so her grandfather's name was Sydney, so it's spelled S I D N E Y. My dad was Isaiah, but everybody called him Ike. No way. Yeah, and so and what's really crazy is we had had another my great grandfather's name was Sydney. And we didn't like, know. We didn't yeah. realize we that. We didn't know that. We found that out at Christmas, Over Christmas time. time. Yeah. yeah. That's a it's little like, oh, joy nugget right there. That's really cool. Like, this is even more perfect than it already was. Yeah. And, and we met in Sydney, so it was yeah. like multiple reasons we went with that name. Sorry, I was really <laughs> Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, that's awesome. Nearly asleep, so. One, um, I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, is there any, like, specific stories that, like, you guys could talk about how you met or, like, is there anything that you would like to talk? Dude, yeah. I is there, like, a, the whole a short-ish with it, like, version of it? Or if there's just something fun that you guys have done recently or anything that really kind of comes to mind? Actually, so much. I yeah, have, I have like, one. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't leave the door wide open or <laughs> it's gonna, he's just going to let it all come in. Um, I d- real quick, I just briefly remember meeting Kara when we were doing karaoke at oh some gosh. random bar downtown Denver. That's right, for Australia Day. That was the first, oh, that was the, yeah, we went to okay, um, Australia Day. That was the first time I met Cara. That was yeah. years and years ago. Long time ago. Before, I believe before you two met. It was, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was, actually I wasn't living here then. I was visiting, so I came yeah, back. right before, right? That was before we met. That was, I wanna say maybe in 2015. Yeah. Maybe. It was a long time ago. 2016, yeah, something like that. We met in 2017, so it must have been, yeah. And I did the worst rendition of Nicki Minaj Super Bass I've ever done, <laughs> where they were, people were panicking and seeing how awful I was doing and running in to try and save me. Was, I don't know if, I don't know if you actually I, sung any. I don't know if I did. I don't know. I just remember, was it you and I that did the worm together? I think so, yeah. That night? Oh, I do remember that. I yes, remember that. I forgot. <laughs> I definitely remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Australia yeah. Day's pretty legit. Yeah, that was super fun. I don't even remember where that pretty was. Pretty sure I sang My Girl by The Temptations. Oh, that's right. Because I was trying to get Sarah Brown, who was very introverted, to sing a song. That's right. And I was like, Sarah, what is a song that I can just inspire you with right now to take a hold of this microphone? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah I don't think either of us sung, actually. Sarah or I. It's pretty yeah. funny. He's nearly asleep. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I'm super excited with the green card. The fact that we're gonna go to Australia every year for like three months of the year. My family's dying to meet Sydney, so. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I can't wait to go back and see them. Um, and yeah, to have like, I'm really excited for us to build it to the point where we have speaking gigs and running events both here and in Australia. So when we go back and forth, we'll be able to to do both. Yeah, I know. I remember tr- you kind of did that once, right? Where you guys went over, or you got. A gig out there. I went over. Yeah, I went to and Perth I and to I got. With. Oh my god! I, had it was, I found out like a week before, and I was like, "I'm sure I can make this happen." <laughs> like there was no <laughs> way. But of course, we're both just like uppers, so we're just like, "Yeah, of course." 
We're not even going to worry about how this will happen. We're just going to get very emotionally invested that this is now a two-person trip. If we're doing this as best friends, it's going to be amazing. Oh, man. (laughs) We would have accidentally burned that city down, I think, if you would have gone. I had so much fun when I hit Perth, and it was like, and especially being from Colorado, when you land on sea level, and they already think I'm crazy just because... Yeah, you're so hyped. I was jumping up on like went up this thing like called King's Hill or I can't, it was some I can't remember now, but it's I think it's a big hill in Perth and I was everything was so beautiful and I'm like jumping up on top of these walls and like taking pictures. And I remember Shane, he was the year nine coordinator for the school that I was given the I I got to give a graduation speech for their for their school. I was a keynote speaker for them and <laughs> he's like, Man, People are looking at you because that's where people like jump to commit suicide and you're just like climbing up there like so happy and excited. <laughs> so it's like totally contradictory signals that you're sending out here. Like you gotta you can't climb up that wall. You can't do that. And I'm used to people telling me like, Don't climb on that. Yeah. Get down, come here, settle down, stop yelling, you know. But it was with you, who knows what would have happened if yeah. we would have gone out there. But it was yeah. We might have become actual superhumans with like crazy powers and stuff. It, it happens when you hit sea level. That's a little bit. You do get a little bit of that for sure. But um, yeah, we're I'm trying to think what events do we have coming up. But there's just so many little things. Like we got, I got some speeches coming up in August and sweet. Where at? Uh, one's gonna be up in not. Salida. I'm actually doing Salida? a little workshop. No, it's Salida, Colorado, but it's oh, okay. just. They're going to be outside. I wish I knew the name of the resort that they're doing, but it's for the people of Salida, and we're going to be doing no like a, a mini superhero training camp and reading the Being Human Handbook for them up there, and I'm the keynote speaker. And it feels really good because these are like like housing specialists. Like they're the whole community up there, and it's I'm just so pumped that they chose me to come up and talk to this group of professionals. And I'm like, like a giddy little child, you know? Uh, So that's coming up, but that's going to be in August. And then there's an organization called Mattersville, and they have, they're building tiny homes down in Colorado Springs, and they have an event in August. And so I'm also going to be a keynote speaker for them. And really, it's all about building healthy, happy, enriching communities, you know, and that's what, that's the culture we want to help implement, not just here, but around the world, so, yeah, doing more, and Cara's talking about, talk about being an activator. Yeah, I know. She's written this letter, and we've sent it out to United Airlines, and given it to the immigration office, like, it just feels so good to really see how it's working, like, it's actually working, you know? Yeah, I'm so pumped for you guys because I've been day one fans of both of you because I just love you guys so much. Like, I can't help but just want the best for the people in my life. And, like, it's so rad to see you guys truly just living up. Is this important to what we really believe in? Yes, no. And that's where all of your decisions come from. It's that simple of a question. Like, it's... Is this important to what we believe in? Is this helping people find what we believe in and has helped us so much? And if it's not a yes, like a clear yes, you guys just don't mess with it. And it's so 
so cool to see how living with what some people might call like almost like a rigid set of principles has actually let you guys be super flexible and, and like have created exactly the life that you were trying to build in the first place. I mean, that's really why we're here, because we love what you're doing. Like, this is huge. And I wasn't, when you said, come on, be in the podcast, I was honestly thinking it was going to be like some iPhones hooked up to the microphone. (laughs) And then you give us the address here. And I'm so beyond proud of and like happy to be a part of this and to be something of value with you. Because I, dude, I feel the exact same way about you. And this is awesome. When I, the joy quota <laughs> like that is brilliant and i can't i want to hit the joy quota every day and like blow it out of the water so this is yeah i'm so happy that we did this and thank you for real this like, super pumped yeah awesome well we always like to end on the same question for everybody when you think of the word joy what's the first thing that comes to your mind and this is just for you it doesn't have to be a good piece of story like this is just Fill your own tank. What's weird, it's my little sister who actually is the co-signer for Cara, Crystal Joy. Like, that's my sister's name. So if really, whenever I see joy, like, that always makes me think about just family and love and what am I doing to bring joy. So, yeah, it feels real good because I think I've led a very blessed life where my family really does bring me so much joy and I think about them and everything and I want to communicate that to not just them but I know I need to do a better job of that of sharing that with everybody and so they're good inspiration for me and my joy always but yeah joy is the way to live man it's like such a potent force and I want to yeah always write it heck yeah perfect perfect Kara is currently taking care of Sydney. I know. She made a quick escape. He's a trooper, dude. It is way past his bedtime. It is way past his bedtime. He's... Took a couple micro naps in there, but... He did good. But yeah, I could I could trade out here and I'll grab her and you can... Yeah, that'd be fun. the same thing here. Yeah, um, tag team. So happy you guys yeah, invited us down. Thank you so much for joining us, dude. In the intermission, I'll play yeah. with the Kandala. Domination. I'll show everyone how it, how it works left-handed. First try. Bah! Nope. Almost. Oh! Second try. I'll take that. Oh! This is just for YouTube. Don't snagging some of that delicious burrito. That thing looks on punto. I'm staring out for two hours. I'm starving. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna snag it. Five this as well. Dude's gonna come in with a nine-pound burrito. It's getting swooped up. I love it. Oh, poor Sydney. Uh, <laughs> I feel so bad. He's dude, he's a trooper. Oh, and he's had such a big day. He normally has he's like four bunk. naps. He's had two. Ooh. So this is him like at his worst, which he's still really. Which is super mellow. Then you I guys know. have. He's a really mellow, baby. Yeah, I just feel. <laughs> And my, I mean, I'm super Actually, mellow, yeah. but... He's your mellow, for <laughs> sure. <hyper>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. As soon as I said, like, oh, that's like Brandon. I was like, yeah, that's nothing. Brandon's either yeah. on or off, though. Like, when mm-hmm. he's down, he's, like, out. So, yeah. yeah. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining us. It has been so wonderful to see your beautiful face and hang out. And let's not wait so long next time. I agree. Um, and we always ask the same question to end it. Okay. It's just for you. This is just for you to fill up your tank. Mm-hmm. When you think of the word joy, what comes to mind? It doesn't have to be a good story or anything crazy. This is just for you. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having us on. Um, it's been such an honor, and I really appreciate that you allowed us to bring Sydney, even though it was like, you he know. He is by far the best toddler we've ever had on the podcast, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's he's good. I just, yeah, it it's tricky, so I appreciate it. <laughs> that was probably, like, one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Oh, good. You like, that I'm, like, goofing around with him, and, like, it's so fun, yeah. <laughs> but that's, but thank you. Um so what does joy mean to me? Is that what or you just said? What comes to mind? What comes to mind? Just for like me, think of joy. For mm. me, I see joy as like, it's when you see people light up, you know? I, and I really, I preach this a lot with what I do and with Follow Your Truth. Like I think joy should be what you, what makes you feel so good that you want to do it all the time, you know? And that you can see when someone's joyful because it just their whole face changes and lights up and it's there's just something in people's demeanor that changes when they're joyful. And I think that the world would be so much more magical if we all followed those things that give us joy. And that's what Follow Your Truth's all about, is like if we follow that inner guidance system, that leads us to joy. You know, that leads us to the things that we love and the things that that light us up. And when we're lit up, we light other people up. So I think it's just this like beautiful, like I see it as like when you light a match, you know, in the darkness, and then it just it it you can see so much more like if everyone's lit up the room becomes completely bright you know it's no longer a dark room if everyone is lit up like a match it's just magical so that's beautiful are you laughing at me (laughs) no i'm laughing at brandon singing his heart out outside Oh, I can't. I'm partly. I'm like it's 20%. I have 20% hearing loss. I couldn't even hear him. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite thing because I'm hearing you, and it's like the most perfect <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> and then it's also so perfect that he's just like, <laughs> I'm picturing he's just like full Simba mode and <laughs> just like charging. Yeah. Well, and he's going to be, yeah, it's funny. He was like nearly asleep, and he's like, yeah, so yeah. he's going to be all buzzing when I go that I now. know. But yeah, that's what joy would mean to me, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you again so, so much. Thank you both. For squeezing us in. And we have been, like, day one, we're like, we have to get Clara and Brandon (laughs) on. And then it's just been bouncing back and forth between schedules. And then this worked out so perfect. And I'm so glad that Sydney was able to join us. That was, like, (laughs) truly, like, my, I love surprises. So the fact that it was, like, cool. We're going to have a baby on the podcast, so that'll be a surprise, <laughs> guaranteed. So thank I you thought guys. he would probably stay asleep, but, you know, the Kandama action actually woke him up. That was the... Yeah, he <laughs> was asleep, he and was. then I got excited He's, with the Kandama. Will he be the next Kandama master? You know, he already... Perhaps. What's hilarious is you put a Kandama in front of Sydney, and he just gets so excited. That and the G-Net. If you put him on the G-Net, he's just like... Like buzzing, and I'm like, I don't know what it's crazy. He he has one. I mean, he can't throw it yet, but he definitely likes to chew on it and play with it. (laughs) Do you think he will do a pull up or kendama first? A pull up. Yeah, that's yeah. He's already doing it basically. Yeah, pull up for sure. We should all make like a five dollar bet. 
on when that's going to happen. When it'll happen. I don't know enough about the development. Yeah, get a pool going. (laughs) That's what you guys should do with the next Kendama social (laughs) is set up like, all right, guys, Sydney's nine months old now, so it's time that we get a Kendama pool going. How long before he gets his first set and just smashes it? Yeah, it's not far not far away. That's what I'll tell you. Like I don't know a lot about the development of babies, but like a two-year-old is a very impressive kid to me. Oh yeah, I've seen two-year-olds where I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely yeah, by think eighteen s- months he'll be kendama master. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. double his ridiculous. age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's already been he's been strong since he was born. Like at like four weeks old. Six weeks even, like we went to my little my checkup and he was on Brandon's chest pushing himself up, and the the midwife was like, "What are you doing, baby? You're a newborn. You're not supposed to be doing that." Like, yeah. <laughs> he was already he'd already rolled over, which is just not like that's rare. He's very strong, baby. So it's not surprising with Brandon, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. look at his dad. Yeah, exactly. It's just so. so rad. Well, thank you yes, so much. Thank you guys. Um, cool. I love so what you guys are doing. Thank you.